Hi there. Thank you for connecting with me and subscribing to the Living the Sky Life podcast. I'm a very tired and oftentimes overwhelmed autism warrior mom who has navigated the ups and downs of this puzzling disorder for 16 years and counting. My hope when creating this podcast was that it would serve as a vessel for connecting families with special needs children so we may share experiences and resources. But even more importantly, I want to create a community of support for one another through the tough times, which we know there can be many, and to celebrate the achievement of milestones, big and small, of our amazing kids. So thanks again for joining me on this journey and for tuning in for this episode of Living the Sky Life. My guest today is Brittany Cummings, who has spent most of her life assisting families with special needs in some form or fashion. Um, Brittany has started a new company called Awesome Helpers, where she provides nannies and caregivers to families to provide a little bit of assistance in the care of their special needs children. So please take a listen to my episode with Brittany Cummings of Awesome Helpers. So on today's episode, I have the opportunity of highlighting another autism-friendly business in the Lowell, Kentucky area. It's called Awesome Helpers, and the owner of that company is with me today, Brittany Cummings. So welcome, Brittany. Thank you for having me, Lori. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So I was really intrigued when I was looking at um, the feet page with autism-friendly businesses and Awesome Helpers just jumped out at me. Um, we all know that there is such a lack of support staff for families and respite and nursing care and, and all of those things that we so desperately need more of. So yeah. I was definitely taken with <laughs> the name of your business <laughs> and wanted to reach out to you um, and find a little bit more. So can you tell us a little bit more about the idea behind Awesome Helpers and how that kind of came to you? and? we can get into all that's involved with it. Absolutely. So it basically was just me growing up around uh, special needs. My mom worked for a company. Um, it's, uh, well, it's actually a center, um, Hazelwood Center. They're a residential facility <clears throat> for those that have physical disabilities and intellectual disabilities. Um, that started back when I was around 11. So that's where my passion started. And over the years, I've worked um, with them one-on-one -on -one, um, as well. But it wasn't until I started working for the YMCA that it really stuck out to me um, how the care is not what it should be. Um, they are, you know, very slighted in a sense. And I felt like um, when parents look for caregivers, they need to know that their children are taken care of to the fullest capacity um, and that they are getting the most out of whatever program that they are in while they're working or what have you. So um, my passion started there um, because I was a site director for about four years, which means I took care of about 50 to 60 children um, at a wow. time. And <laughs> Uh, yes, it's <laughs> it's a lot of kids, but then when you also add in there kids that have you know uh, special needs, it does take a different uh, you know you have to have a different approach with it, and so mm -hmm. um, and they're supposed to have staff aides, but a lot of times the those centers are so over crowded and understaffed, and I think that that overcrowding just kind of 
also overstimulates those with those special needs and it just can become so hectic. So uh, that was about four years ago that I decided just because of my passion, I wanted to develop a system where um, I could find quality caregivers, caregivers that specialize with special needs children and that they can, and it'll be a different alternative for parents that are looking for care and not just putting them in the first thing that they can um, because a lot of those uh, services are limited, especially in Louisville, Kentucky. So that's kind of where it all was born for me and it drove my passion and it's taken me a long time to really develop a system, but um, it's one that I feel is proven and works. So um, that's where it came from. Is it so it's just you um, staffing and doing all of the behind the scenes work? Yes, um, my yeah. mom also helps me because again, you know, my passion came from her. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that she was always passionate about. So she definitely helps me screen the um, the caregivers as well as nannies because it doubles as a nanny caregiver placement agency because okay. initially it started out as just nannies. Um, then I developed the caregiver because that is a great need like you spoke to at the beginning. Um, it's a need that parents have to have you know, access to. So then I added that in there as well. Okay. So it's just me and her. So I know that you um, told me that you are currently building the staff um, and it's kind of a good time while we're in quarantine because <laughs> not a lot of people yes. can be going in home and doing anything anyway. Um, right. So what are the um, qualifications, the training experience types of things required by somebody that wants to be hired by awesome helpers? Yeah, so we do look for, um, first and foremost, that special needs background. Um, it can be from a degree to just, you know, an extensive amount of background working with those uh, children. Um, we also do look for people that are CPR certified, um, clean backgrounds. We do run multiple different type of checks. So the child abuse registry check, um, of course, your criminal background check. We also to make sure if you were ever a nurse, we do like a nurse check as well, just to make sure everything's good is good there too. Um, and then we also do trainings. So we have, um, like I said, we have the nanny side and we have the caregiver side. Mm -hmm. So the nanny side is a little different um, because I'm affiliated with the uh, International Nannies Association also, and they have like a like a competency exam. So we do offer that. But as far as the caregivers, um, we have a standard caregiver assessment that we do. Um, it's a written assessment, but then we also have an autism training that we do as well, because that's the base of our service is for um, children uh, on the spectrum as well as with other developmental disabilities too. Mm -hmm. um, so we do have that as well. So we do want to see that they can you know, demonstrate that basic knowledge and pair with the experience. Um, it definitely is crucial for our matching process. And also just to see where they, what, what they're looking for, because I think that's important when you're pairing with family. So normal caregiver agencies, you know, you just kind of say, I need this. And then they send someone to your house. Um, but we, we try to do it a little differently because we want them to work with your family and mesh in your system and not, disrupt you know what's already been in place so mm -hmm. um we do have to get a very thorough application see what they're looking for and and what their experience is and then we match from there 
Do you have age range uh, limitations or um, is that just part of the pairing process if someone that's been screened as a, as a caregiver says, you know, I would prefer to only work with ages, you know, five to 12, um, but you have someone in your, in your service that um, has a three-year-old that needs to be matched. Do you just match people up that mm -hmm. way or um, do you not take anyone that's an infant or certain age ranges? Yes, uh, so I do all age ranges because okay. I feel like it affects any age from baby up to adult. Um, there's always some sort of need uh, that we can provide. So I definitely look at all ages, but it is a part of the application for the caregivers that it indicate you, you would have to indicate, you know, which where your experience lies, are you more uh, experienced with younger children, older children, which do you prefer, um, you know, in, in those types of things. And then that helps with the pairing of the clients, knowing what their specialty is. Right. Do you, does your staff, will they be allowed to travel um, to Southern Indiana or is it just Louisville, um, you know, based or? Yeah, so we actually do uh, Louisville and Southern Indiana because that's okay. like our second home anyway. Yeah. So it's like we all a pretty much need live in Louisville. <laughs> so. Right, <laughs> exactly. And so it's a little different because I am working to be um, licensed to be able to um, take any type of waivers, any type of assistance from Indiana as well as Louisville. Um, so that's also a process that I'm working on too. Um, because I think self-pay is really difficult. Although I did structure the payments to not be so um, extensive because as a mom and as a, you know, an adult anyway, it's, it, we have a lot on our plate. So I try to do that, but I'm also working to get licensed for Indiana as well. So that's an option to parents there too. Awesome. That's what I was going to ask you is if you accept um, any of the waivers um, or if it's, yeah. Is there any insurance also involved or is it just waivers and self-pay at this point? So it can be either. Well, as far as with the waivers part, I'm finishing up the, the licensing process for Louisville. Uh -huh. Indiana was my next task. Yeah. But insurance can definitely do that because and through my research and just building, you know, trying to build this business, I did find that there is an allotted amount. Uh, through various insurances that you can utilize for respite care. Uh -huh. um, so once we get fully licensed, they'll be able to take that and any waivers as well, uh, because that was super important to me, just so that it's not an expense that would, um, you know, halt you from utilizing the service, especially if it's needed for your family. Right. So as far as the matching process, so you would have your um, nannies and the caregiver side, um, all of your mm -hmm. staff and then how do families go about contacting you to um, get a match and get a placement yes i'm glad you asked because that's i think that's <laughs> where we kind of stand out too because i love that uh we have so many different things we can utilize nowadays so like the calendarly app um you can set up different meetings and um what i like to call them is coffee dates so as a part of our placement process for the parents, we do have coffee dates that they can go in and request and set up. And we encourage those throughout the process because we do take on the task of pairing for you and kind of alleviating that from your plate. However, you need to know and you definitely want to be in the driver's seat and we want you to stay there. So 
would just request a coffee day and basically we will either meet or uh, we can meet via Zoom. I do utilize the Zoom app and we would definitely discuss um, the potential candidates that I have for you before we move forward with placement, um, especially for the nanny side because that's a long term and then you would basically be a household employer at that point. So it's super important to keep you in the loop of everything that we're doing and you say, hey, Brittany, I, I don't know, back to the drawing board. You know, because yeah. it's really important to have somebody not just come in and take care, but to be a part of your, your family, you know. So we want to make sure that it's right for you. So we definitely do offer the coffee dates. And at any point, you can reach out to me as well. Um, any questions you have, any concerns, anything you want to add that you didn't add on the parent application, um, you know, we definitely want to stay accessible to the parents. And how do we get the parent application? Is it is it easiest just to um, go to the Facebook page and reach out, message you, or is the application out there to be able to download and and um, fill out and then return to you? What's the best way you would prefer that process to be handled? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so once you visit the website, awesomehelpers.com, there is a page on there where you can um, send in your information and that uh, prompts a response for the pre-consultation. Once we discuss kind of the process, I send everything via email. So you'll have the parent application. I do send the process that we take, which I call like a, um, a three-step process as far as like so that you know what we're doing um, I don't want to do anything that you're not aware of so I send that I send the contract over to you just so you can look it over and know kind of what's all entailed and then you'll have the application as well um, from there there's also a link included within that first introductory email um, that will take you to our Calendarly app and then you can schedule a time for us to meet so that way you can bring the um, forms to me we can actually have a sit down um, I think getting to know each other is very important and I think there's another benefit to my service I don't have a whole fleet of staff mm -hmm. and different people to get to know it's super personable and I think whenever you're looking for someone someone to care for your kids you want to be personable with that individual um so that they get to know exactly what you what you're needing and what you're wanting and uh you get a comfortability as well uh with them so it's all included once you you know initially reach out to me um then you'll have all of the things you'll need form wise and I don't want you to be, you know, just overwhelmed and bombarded <laughs> but yeah. are you taking um I will link your Facebook page and your email, obviously, to the podcast. Are you taking yeah. any um, applications from parents currently while you're still working on um, developing staff and, um, you know, screening people um, or should they hold off until a certain point? Oh, no, they can absolutely go ahead and uh, start the process. I think it's important because this is uh, not something that's overnight. Uh -huh. um, it's something I really dedicate time to and, and want to do my best to find that perfect person. If, if there is such a thing, I don't, I don't know if there is such a perfect person, <laughs> but the most perfect that I can find. Um, so definitely go ahead and start doing that. Um, and then summer nannies, summer caregivers are really important. Um, as well so this is a great time especially like you said with the quarantine and everything going on in our world we can really sit down and um, get very in-depth and find something that'll be perfect for you even if starting you know in summer or, or something you know to that effect mm -hmm. um, but to start the process would be absolutely mm -hmm. wonderful yes 
Okay, perfect. Well, I will link all of those things. You know, it's it's hard because as so many parents can relate, respite, continuing respite services is hard to find, especially if you find yeah. a caregiver that is so great with your child and your child works well with them and they bond and I mean, but people have mm -hmm. lives and, um, you know, they move on and they yeah. do other things. So um, mm -hmm. it would be great to have an organization like Awesome Helpers that has other staff that could maybe, you know, take on other kids um, in the situation mm -hmm. that we get noticed that, you know, that our caregiver is going to be, you know, leaving the company within a couple of weeks to try to find a replacement. So, you know, my hope for you is that people who want to be nannies or caregivers are listening and can send their application over to you and families that need help can also send their application to you and we'll get a lot of pairings happening quickly because I'm sure the need yes. is out there on both sides. Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, and that's why I was very grateful for the opportunity with this platform, because I think it's something not a lot of people are aware of. Um, and I, you know, I do my best to try to bring awareness to it. But and I understand, like I said earlier, with the, you know, parents being hesitant on, you know, no one can take care of my children like I can. That is a completely understandable thing. But just to be able to put it out there. And as long as someone would, you know, listen and, you know, at least try to be open, you know, to that possibility. And it may benefit everyone in the family, you know, just if, even if for a weekend or a day, you know, I think it's super important to all of us. And, you know, especially with everything going on and mental health being such a thing and, you know, just uh, living your best life that you possibly can. Um, I think it would be beneficial to everyone involved if they just, you know, be open to the option and the alternative. Yeah, for sure. I mean, every parent needs a break. I know we do. I mean, right. there's so many times we would just like to go to dinner, just the two of us, my husband and I, and not have to, you know, bring along all that comes with taking my son with us. And, um, you know, we don't have anybody, we don't have anyone to call. We have one amazing, um, we hate to call her a babysitter cause he's 17, but, uh, <laughs> but we have one girl, you know, and if she has a life too, and if she's busy, then we kind of can't go. So it'd be nice yeah. to have other people to call that he bonds well with that you know, could allow us some time to just run errands or do something. That's what respite is for. And guilt-free. So. Yes. Yeah. And guilt-free, not, yeah. you know, not feeling bad or, you know, that's a big, that's a big obstacle too. Parents a lot of times feel guilty. You know, even I feel, I think all parents can feel that way. Um, you know, if it's just something about us and, and not wanting to leave our children on anybody or, you know, what have you, but it's, it's, worth it in the end and it's actually beneficial for the child too um you know just to get a different you know yeah they need a break too sometimes from yeah. their structure and their, <laughs> you're right you know, <laughs> so, you know it kind of works for both all parties <laughs> that, that is for sure well i yes. appreciate you so much i mean i just i am so enamored with people who find a void that is in the system, uh, whether it's mm -hmm. care, whether it's, um, you know, working out health centers, all these things that, that acknowledge how many special needs children are out there and that the services just are not there. Yeah. It's, it's really, yeah. it's a big undertaking for you to start this business and to do all of this. But, um, you know, as a mom of a special needs mm -hmm. child, I'm just so grateful that you dove all in and you're, you know, setting up this business to help families 
you know, meet other people and we just can't find the caregivers. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start looking. So you're filling a a huge void. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. Well, thank you. That's, that was my whole goal in the beginning. That's what I'm going to do throughout and, um, and watch it grow, you know, and it's, it's a bigger, it has a bigger purpose for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so just making sure Mm -hmm. that these kids get the care that they need that I saw them slighted of. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me. So I'm, I'm very grateful, you know, to you for having me and for you, um, you know, just being accepting to the idea and sharing it with, you know, all of your listeners. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and I hope that everybody will, you know, like I said, just be open to it. And if anything, just a conversation, mm-hmm. um, just feeling, you know, visiting the website and let's start the conversation in that dialogue and then see what happens from there. I think more parents that are, obviously quarantined at home with their children and they don't have ABA and they don't have all the therapies that we usually go to are going to be knocking down your email. Like, send yeah, applications, right. like send someone today, please help me out. <laughs> so yes, I, I will, understand. <laughs> I will, like I said, I will link all of uh, Brittany's information for awesome helpers um, on the podcast uh, page. So for those of you interested in either being a caregiver or nanny or having uh, someone work with your child, uh, please reach out to Brittany. And thanks again for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate it, Brittany. Thank you again, Lori. I really appreciate it as well. All right. Well, have a blessed day. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. You too. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.